don't be precious about your set. You're gonna do another one of these. Who are you talking to? I'm talking to new oh. comics who are. Thanks. Hey, thanks. Thanks for tuning in to Crafts yeah. and Crafts. Hope we help you out with your um, with your future, with your career. This is so exciting. You're gonna love this. Grab a beer. Let's have some laughs. Cause it's time for Crafts and Crafts. My guest today, I'm sure you're as excited as I am, is Nick Jar Jari. Huh? Yeah, Nick. Nicholas it's Jari. It's only been two years. That's a funny. very funny guy. This is, a, so, okay, so Nick is my opener on tour. Uh, we've done about 233 shows together since June 3rd of 2021? June 3rd, 2021, Which yeah. was at uh, LA Aleworks. Mm -hmm. And we've done two shows here at Lawless. You've done shows on your own here as well. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Nick Jerry. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, in time for the play. Yeah. Um, so, um, Thanks for having me. Thanks, but <laughs> I, had a, I had a lead up question from that. Yeah. I forgot what it was. We spend a lot of time together. You yeah. know everything about me. There's no new questions you can ask if, me. If point. you would say our average drive is um, two hours. Sure. Okay, would that you say that? Good. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's... And we've done 233 shows. Ooh, yeah. Okay, so, the, so times uh, uh, 233 times two hour drive, mm -hmm. that's um, that's 466 hours okay. that we've spent in a car together. That's just, you just counted show days, not, yeah. not road days, not travel days, yeah. not, yeah, there's, so it's actually just more, you could go 600 easy. But some are less. Some are less, you're right. So I'm going to call, call it five. 500, okay, so, so 500, nice even 500, and so that's 500 hours, divide that by 60 uh -huh. uh, minutes, um, no, multiply it. That's times, what I meant. Yeah, 60. So that, you know what? I had this guest today when I was driving over here for Zane's World. I was talking about you being a guest, and I just guessed how many uh, uh, miles we've traveled together. Yeah. And this is exactly what I guessed. Really? Yeah. 30,000 miles. 30,000 miles. Yeah. That's long. It's a lot. That's a, that's a it's lot. a lot. Yeah. There are some rental cars that we've put like, three to four thousand miles on yeah and but see it's also a matter of the amount of time like cheers oh cheers yeah thanks what are we drinking this is a, i'm drinking the um this is a dank flight of the chunkla chunkla do i say it right chunkla. yeah oh my god i love this they, they make really good beer here i'm not just making that up the the great so thing good. about josh i don't want him to hear me giving him compliments yeah but he started off as um uh, like a scientist, he was running a lab. Yeah. And so he has a very clinical brain. Mm -hmm. um, and and when you think about like beer, and we've we've seen this traveling around, because the 233 shows we've done, I would say 228 of them have been breweries. Oh yeah. Easy. And and we've seen good and bad. Yeah. And one thing that I that I've realized about craft beer is that. It is science. It is, it is, it is like, it is data-driven, quantifiable yeah. formulas. They're nerds. You they have to be a nerd to make great beer. Nerds. You have to be. Yeah. You have to be. Yeah. Um, because you have to be consistent, and you have to like have good note-taking. Yeah. You have to be meticulously clean. And so I think the moral here is, if we want good beer to last, like generation after generation, bully kids in school. 
Is that what you're saying? Do not give out participation trophies. You have to have bully the nerds yeah. so they can make great you beer in the future. You have to have nerds what wanting more, wanting yeah. to make their mark. Yeah. And if you see, I was thinking about this the other day. I don't know if I have the thought well thought out, but I was thinking like comedians, a lot of comedians, and I'm saying not necessarily us, but like comedians of different levels. Um, I would say, generally speaking, if you think about like Chris Rock and you know all these whatever um, big guys, so like comedians like us. Canadians, unlike yeah. unlike us, um, they get laid a lot. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Now, that 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 turned a corner at some point in their lives. Yeah. Because if you think about most of those people, even Eddie Murphy talks about how he didn't have friends in oh. in, in, oh, in school, yeah. and he was kind of an outcast and didn't know how to conduct himself. Yeah. And I think that's why a lot of us turn to comedy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, that's that's uh, comedy, especially in the the. I'm gonna say the early days, not the early days, but like in the '80s, you know when. The scene, I think, was definitely booming. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, it was a lot of like rejects, and it was just g mostly guys. That's yeah. why it was mostly guys. Yeah, it was mostly a bunch of dudes that like couldn't get laid in high school, yeah. and they just had this place to go and be. And then it got them laid, and it became comedy is pain. Oh yeah. Co if you are if you write something good and comedically, I mean, there's observational, but then if you really want to get into it, it's it's like. It's how you misinterpreted something. It's a mistake that you made. It's how you've done something weird. And so, you know, if you're socially awkward, yeah, then you know, like, and again, like, not getting laid for a certain point, and then you become a good comedian, and then all of a sudden they're getting laid left and right. Yeah, I sometimes too much. Sometimes, yeah. Oh, it definitely has <laughs> been the downfall of, yeah. of many a comedian. But yeah, I think, I mean, it's pain, but it's also, I don't know, it. Dissecting comedy is always a good idea, but uh, <laughs> there's like the the mindset too of. Uh, Sorry, did we turn on our heat guns? Oh no, are we supposed to? Yeah, fire it up. What Ready? Does, what does yours sound like? I want mine to sound like. Exactly like wow. That. Wow. That is. Uh, that is fun. <laughs> what? No, no, we're not going to wait to see you put in. You put in a lightsaber for him, and you put in a proton pack for me. You know, mine's gonna be like a rubber duck. Yours gonna be like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take note. <laughs> whatever, whatever you want. Um, okay, so we are gonna, yes, we'll get to the craft in a second. These need to heat up. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna tell you an important piece of information. You, now you arrived, uh, you saw us finishing up with uh, Greg Fitzsimmons, mm -hmm. and we were doing potato stamps. Yeah. And there's a lot of knives involved. Uh -huh. it, was very, it made me nervous. I'm very surprised that no one got cut. The tip of this is 900 degrees. Yeah. Okay. Just keep that in mind when you like sit it down. Get some more beer in me. Yeah, 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 yeah. The drunker you are, really, the better the it less is. Less I feel. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, yeah. He was. I. I actually walked up as as you guys were like carving potatoes, and at one point, uh, Greg Fitzsimmons had the knife uh -huh. pointed at him yeah. and cutting yeah. this direction, yeah. and I think he was holding it. Uh, and it was like, what is this? Mm -hmm. Do you have insurance? Did he even? Did you guys talk about I, that? I assume that there's a blanket policy that. Oh, the brewery will cover it. Oh, good. <laughs> Well, in that case, gonna come oh, we're, mine's smoking already. We're on camera. That didn't take long at all. If it's smoking, it there must have been something on it. Wow. Yeah. I mean, mine smells uh, like something that's very hot. Do you know the comedian Jeff Dye? Yes. So when I met Jeff, I had watched his stuff. And here's the thing, and I hope he'll be a guest on this at some point and, and talk this through, because when I met him, what kind of caught me off guard is he, he's, he's a handsome guy handsome well-spoken guy 
and he's also tall. He's maybe like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, yeah. And when I met him and he stood up, I was like literally like, how are you funny? Oh, like, right. where's your pain come from? So oh, maybe, well, I mean, yeah, they get, the pain can come from a lot of places, but yeah, I mean, I guess. look at, look at there's, there's also been, and this is not any kind of criticism, it's just an observation, but I'd say in the last maybe, I don't know, decade, there's been this wave of like hot comics, both male and female. Yeah. Like Matt Rife right now is like the hottest dude in the on the planet. Yeah, you're right. And he's, yeah. But he's also hilarious uh -huh. and like and he knows the brand and he's like playing into it. And so, um, but I I don't think there's anything like wrong with it, but I think historically, yeah, it was a bunch historically, of freaks. Historically, yeah. Um, People like us. Um, so what we're making- Did you just call me ugly? But I, but I did lump myself into it. <laughs> That's fine. You see how I did that? You can. So these are, uh, these are just pieces of, of a tree. Yeah. Um, and uh, there, it's a great drink coaster. Oh, and so cool. I figure we can make these. And if you do it like well enough, maybe it's something that you could use, you maybe use it on the road. Maybe you use it when you're home. I don't know about you, but I always have a drink at my desk and I have all these rings on my desk, which oh, yeah. I, which I kind of like because it, for me, it's like getting character. Oh, sure. But I should probably use a coaster. Yeah. And then is there like a particular um, a direction or a theme uh, or something? I, 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 no, I kind of wanted to see what you pain. How about we... Um, Here's what I was going to do. Let's depict the road. Wow. Okay. Just, it would, I, <laughs> I would just set it on fire. He just set it on fire. I would fire. set it on fire. There's some vomit you over here. You know what I might do? Uh, Shawnee, can you see if um, in this close bucket there's two um, they're mechanical pencils? I think one is like blue, pinkish, and one's like one's pink and one's blue. Shane's gonna grab us uh, some some pencils. Great. Um, okay, so what was your thought? My thought was we were gonna paint mushrooms because I know you like mushrooms. I do. I'm actually wearing. Can I show? Yeah. Can, is this gonna even work? Um, you and your wife gifted me my first pair of mushroom socks, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, like a year ago, mm -hmm. and I'm currently wearing yeah. them. Co coincidentally. coincidentally com oh, really? Com yeah. Oh, that's funny. But I knew that I was wearing them because I, uh, you, they're the easiest ones to put on my feet. And yes. this morning I was rushing, and I didn't want to start sweating just putting socks yeah. on. So Let's be clear, that's why you're wearing a jacket. I, well, that's a whole other reason. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's um, for the wide yeah. shot. Uh, Mel sends me pictures of things all the time of like, hey, should we give, um, these are the ones. So you wanted to pick the road. That's fine. Or mushrooms. Well, what would you, what would you? Mushrooms are easier to interpret. I can, I get some, can I get some uh, research material? Yeah. Is that, wait, is that part of the game? I thought you just, you. Let's do it. You know what a mushroom looks like. Yeah, it I guess so. It doesn't have to be a I particular so. mushroom. I, I wasn't, I just didn't know what I was going to be yelled at. Um, okay, so. How long have we known each other? <laughs> 30,000 30, miles. <laughs> yeah. Of okay. course I'm going to yell at you about mushrooms. Here, here's the thing. Yeah. How do you make this, how do you make a mushroom not look like a dick? I don't know that you can. <laughs> and I don't know that we will. Is it better just to like, yeah, just to like accept it? Yeah. Now you, uh, which has been pointed out many, many times, have the art degree. Yes, I do. And I just do a lot of mushrooms. Mm -hmm, so that's, I don't that's know true. exactly how this is going to play out. Um, and is there a trick? Um, you're way ahead of me. I right? know, I know I am. Is there a trick to... I just, in my mind, I saw a mushroom, and then I was like, oh, I think I figured out how to do it. Yeah. Is there a trick to it? Now, I've never used this before. And oh, I, got I, it. Okay. I, I, I tried not to. You know, it's funny. 
I, I want to learn along with the guest. I don't really want to walk in with an advantage. Mm -hmm. And when I was doing three sheets, that was my rule. Ever since doing the pilot, I was like, I think it's better if I just learn while I'm there. I didn't want to profess knowledge. Like a lot of people like Bourdain, he'd go in there very prepared. Yeah. And I went in there underprepared intentionally because I thought it was kind of fun when I was a little bumbly. And so I did three sheets. And I think after the second season of three sheets, uh, Food Network had seen it and they said, we want a food version of this called Half Fork Will Travel. Can, can I yes. interrupt yeah. for just one second? I have heard you plug that show maybe a hundred times. Okay. I never, I could never understand what you were saying. I oh. had to ask Trent. Oh, like, really? Like three months ago. Oh, that's I went, so funny. What the f is he saying? Because you say it so fast. Fork World Travel, uh, Fork World Travel, what is you? Ha have Fork World Travel. Have Fork World Travel. Yeah. And I could never separate the words enough, and, but I've heard it so many times. So it's called Have Fork, comma, <laughs> Yes. and also Willing to Travel. Is that <laughs> yes. the thing? Have Fork, fork will, travel. will Travel. From the, the get-go. Have Fork Will Travel, you say it so fast. I know, you know why? Because I, part of me is just like wants to get through it because <laughs> what happened was, first of all, it was not a great name. And when I was asked to do the show, we went out and we shot the whole thing. We shot all either eight or 12 episodes. Yeah. And I did the same thing where I went to a location. We went in France, in Marseille, France. I went to learn about bouillabaisse. And bouillabaisse is a fish stew reduction. They boil a bunch of fish pieces. They like kind of strain it out, whatever. And, uh -huh. then, they, and then they boil it again. And again, whatever, a few times, it becomes this very fishy, concentrated stew. And I went in there, I didn't throw, I was thinking bull, bouillon, not bouillabaisse. Uh -huh. And so we went in there, so started making fish. I was like, in my brain going, how are you making cubes out of this? Like, when did we get to that section of it? <laughs> and so, and again, I intentionally, like, tried to not, like, know things. And so when that show came out, um, it got very good reviews with, like, the reviewers like USA Today and Us Weekly and all those ones gave it like, you know, four and a half stars or five, four stars out of five, whatever. Yeah. And and then the people started seeing it and then um, um, Bourdain saw it. And the catch is, is this show, Have Fork, comma, Will Travel, <laughs> yeah. took his time slot and, and he apparently already had some built-in animosity for whoever was coming in here. Oh, really? And the fact that I was a comedian and didn't, I wasn't a chef and didn't know this, he was like over the, he was like so like upset with. Mm. And so in an interview with somewhere in Chicago Times or something like that, he said, they said, have you seen this Have Fork Will Travel? And he's like, unwatchable. And he just starts kind of ripping, ripping me up. <laughs> so he had seen it. He, yeah, he, yeah. It was like some guy. He's like, he's like some guy who goes around, knows nothing about food, and just makes fun of people. Yeah, horrible. Yeah. And I was like, that mother. And 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 as you know, this story. I was in Hawaii at the time when that came out, and shooting another. I guess an episode of that. So I guess the whole thing hadn't been shot yet. And um, and he was also on the island. How on do the you know big that? Island, Because my crew told me. Oh. And I was like, do you know where he is? And they said, yes, but we're not going to tell you. Because I was livid. I, I wanted to confront him and be like, what the f I mean, in their defense, I've seen what happens when we don't get a late checkout at a hotel. <laughs> and you, you respond aggressively. You don't, yeah. <laughs> and so the, 
wow. And so I got a thing going. You, I yeah, I guess I see. And so um, uh, anyway, so then the network was like, "What is this? Like, this must have happened before then." When we sent the first episode in, the guy who greenlit it was gone. Mm-hmm. And a younger guy who wanted to make his mark was brought in. They're like, what is this? They, anytime the guy makes a joke that has nothing to do with the food, cut it. Like, this isn't the con- whatever. And they just cut the show and made it, instead of an hour, they made it a half hour, whatever. And it just got dwindled down into something. Got and it. they're like, and I could have easily gone in there and been like an expert. Yeah. But I thought this is what they wanted. And so, I don't know. Anyway, half over trouble. Half over trouble. That's, that's how you would say it on stage. That's how uh, I was doing three sheets, four sheets, half over trouble. And I'm like, what? What is he? You never asked me. About, I've never asked you. You never asked me. I love it. Um, okay, so I should point out that we are on the road right now. We are, we do our show primarily at breweries. Uh, right now we are somewhere on the planet. Go to zanelamprey.com. Did I say it clear enough? Uh, <laughs> to, to, to get tickets. We have, and this moment in time, we have about 130 shows left to do this year. This year, I think so. Yeah. To December. Yeah, yeah. Cool. There's, there's a few that I'm have ready. yet to be filled in. I'm ready too. I'm, I gotta get out. I'm ready too. I, um, I built in three months off because I just thought, like, let's take a break, connect at home, get some stuff done. Yeah. Shoot my special, and then it's just like, oh no, no, this is way too much off time. Don't get me wrong. It's been good. I like being home. I like actually like playing around LA and like it. It's, it's fun, and mm-hmm. I've, I've definitely like made some some advancements in my own kind of pursuits as well. But I'm ready to just, I, I, we've talked about this before, but the simplicity of the road. Yeah, right, the routine. The routine, everything is like copy paste and in a good way, it just means that you you kind of like are able to stay, uh, oh wow. You know, it's interesting, sorry, continue. But what happens is it wants, it's grabbing the grain. Like I thought you could just draw with it, but it's grabbing the grain of. What'd you do? It touched something. I touched that metal oh, piece, awesome. but that metal piece is not as hot as the other metal piece. Okay, I'm gonna hold it like that then, like a microphone. Maybe you can hold it like it. I don't know. Oh, you're right. You, once you get kind of up there, it's it's warm. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna do it in like a little stipple. Oh yeah. Oh, this is the best smelling craft. Oh, this is. <gasps> burnt wood. That's fantastic. It smells like a like a like a campfire. Oh my god, this is great. Um, okay. Before you. Uh, we went on the road. Yeah. How many states uh, had uh, you been to? Oh, I probably like seven my whole life. Okay. You grew up in Tacoma, Washington. Mm-hmm. You have family in Maine, so I assume you had, Maine is another one of them. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it was a lot of that. It was, like, going to the East Coast in the summers and then, you know, Maine, New York, Massachusetts, kind of spread out. Um, but I never really traveled. I, I had never been to the south, okay. the Midwest, uh, like the south, you know, the Florida area. Okay, um, yeah. You hadn't been to Florida. Yeah, that's right. No, no, I'd never. Um, and the, um, I can tell you the states we have not been to, and I might be wrong about this, uh, North Dakota. Uh-huh. We haven't been to yet. South Dakota. Wait, did we cancel one? I thought we were just there. Where, was Sioux... Falls? Two Falls. Was it South Dakota? Okay, let me cross right? that off. Let me cross that off. <laughs> with, wow. With fire. Uh, Is that, yeah, right? We literally, that was like the last Yeah, that's what it was. Okay, again. yeah, okay, yeah. that's what I thought. It, it, was, it was, right? It was so long ago. It was the episode, the first Zanes World. Was Sioux Falls, South Dakota? Okay. 
Beautiful. Yeah. Cool. So what a great, what a great town. Yeah. Um, I just forgot what state it was in. Um, because we slept in Des Moines, Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. Yes. And we just traveled there for the day. Uh, Idaho, I don't believe we've done yet, but we no. are going to do it. We will do it. Um, We're going to be right there. We're going to be we'll doing. Do, we'll, be, we'll be doing Boise, uh, Wyoming. We haven't done. We did. We had Cheyenne on the counter, but it didn't happen. Okay. Uh, Arkansas, but we will be in Rogers, Arkansas this year. Uh, Mississippi. I don't think we're going to do Mississippi this year. Interesting. Virginia. What? We haven't been West Virginia. Oh. West Virginia. Yeah, sorry. Okay. I was uh, like, we have. We have uh, history in and, Virginia. And then know. Vermont, we're doing this year. So we're doing Bennington, Vermont. Okay. Um, so after this year, we'll only not have been to perform in Hawaii, Alaska, West Virginia, which I don't really see happening anytime soon, Mississippi, and North Dakota. Puerto Rico. It's a territory. Yeah? Um, so is Washington, D.C. I don't know anything about geography. I bet you do now. I bet you do now after I shouldn't traveling. have said what I just said because I, I said it, with, through, it through the lens of ignorance. Washington, D.C., is that a territory? Well. <laughs> Shane doesn't know either. All right, good. It's, yeah, it's, 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 a, <laughs> right, yeah, it's a district. It's yeah. a district. It's I, in the name, I guess. I'm pretty sure I specified and said states. We also haven't been to Guam, but that doesn't oh, make yeah. it wrong. Add it so. to the list. Um, we also hadn't been to the U.S. Virgin Islands. Um, so, yeah. Um, okay, here we go. First of all, we went to Florida. Oh. We, did, we did some shows in, uh, in L.A., and then we went to, um, I think if you take it like this, take this wedge, and you do it like this, yeah. you're going to get a cleaner edge than maybe what it is that you're doing. Yeah. But please do not burn yourself. This is good. Do we have, can we have aloe on the ready? I am keeping a healthy distance. Yeah, me too. But you're right about the grain. It, you just, I'm just kind of. Yeah, I kind of gave up on doing it that yeah. way. Um, so. Yeah, Florida. We went to Florida. Florida, and it was great. I love. Look, this is my my takeaway from this whole experience, is I have learned so much about the country, um, and how much of it that I love that you're kind of told you're not supposed to love. You're specifically talking about, well, I am in, talking initially about Florida. Florida, yes, but yes, But I'm also exactly. talking about the South, and I'm talking about Texas, and, you know, I'm a, I've, I've always been on, uh, on the West Coast. I've always grown up on the West Coast. Mm -hmm. So I've, I've, I've been around people that, you know, like, have these sort of, like, ideas of different parts of the country, and I, I just got to say, I love this country, and I love, um, I love going to places like uh, the South, you know, mm -hmm. in certain, especially certain parts of the year, it's gorgeous the people are awesome mm -hmm. and i think that's my most um grateful takeaway from from this experience uh on a on a personal level not just like a professional level but like which, which is what specifically which is is the appreciation of of parts of the country that i think we're not it's supposed to you know what i mean mm -hmm. like because politically or whatever F but florida florida takes a lot of it does, yeah. Ever since Florida Man became a thing, people have been kind of looking to Florida yeah. to like screw up things and do th crazy things. But when we went to Florida, I also went through that same same lens. I had been to Florida many times. I grew up on the East Coast and I've been there a, a bunch. And But we got to see some parts of, of uh, what's that banging? Can that be? Fixed? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh no. Oh, yeah. Um, Apologies. I had been to Florida many times but specifically, you know, like Miami a bunch of times, Orlando. Sure, sure, yeah. But like, and I, I did, and I did drinking meat easy there, so I did get to see some off the beaten path stuff. But mostly Tampa, bigger cities. But, 
But like we went down there and we had a bunch of days off because of the scheduling. Yeah. And I just was like taken aback by like how beautiful it was. So beautiful. The bugs and like the Yeah, we were there in June and the yeah. bugs were everywhere and giant. You probably cool. are, are are done with them. You're probably sick of them because you grew up with them. Yeah. Um, Why? He's because he grew up. He grew up there. You grew up in Florida. Got it. Um, so. Um, yeah, I, I I just mean like I think I love um, the fact that especially coming out of you know the pandemic, or whatever, to be able to travel around and see the country mm -hmm. in a way that. Uh, I, I just hadn't before and probably wouldn't have. Right. Even if it is just driving through, you're just observing it. Yeah. And then being able to interact with locals every night from different parts and really seeing that. Talk to all... that. Talk about that for a second, because I think people yeah. might might think, and we've gotten, I've had people say this before. They're like, oh, I bet you didn't tell this joke here or this joke yeah. there. Did you did you ever not do anything because of where you were? Never. And in fact, somebody said the same thing to me. They're like, oh, what's it like playing in the South? You have to like, you know, because they, again, it's like when you're in these kind of bubbles, they think that they're all sensitive. But mm -hmm. I, my answer was, I love playing in the South. Yeah. Because A, like, they're ready to laugh, and B, I like, I think good comedy is when you make somebody uncomfortable, but not in a way that's like, you're trying to hurt them. Mm -hmm. you, you take them a little bit outside of their comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And that's always the fun finesse of it, is like, how can I, how can I kind of make you guys a little bit uncomfortable, but safely that you are still gonna trust me? Right. And the South, right. in particular, I think is great for that, because, they're not as uptight as, you know, maybe, oh, yours is. So <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at my mushroom, bro. Yeah, but um, they're, they're really just ready to have a good time and, uh, and have a laugh. And it, it's been really eye-opening, you know? And yeah. It gives me a lot of appreciation for. It was uh, just, I mean, I mean, if anything, people in the South, they know who they are and they know people's perception of them. But, like, that's, but you can't, like, sum up any group of people by the vocal minority, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and I would say the same thing about here. Like, you know, when you do go to those places often, you you know, they know you're from L.A. and like, oh, yeah, they want to sh in L.A. It's like, yeah. no, but there's there's plenty of reasons to be here as well. And, you know, there's ways to make L.A. people uncomfortable. Yeah. And it, it's the same thing. As long as you're doing it with the best intentions, I, I just think it that's what comedy should be, you know? Yeah, and you're like, by the way, I'm... You can bag on L. I'm not here to defend L.A. I'm not a representative of, of L.A. Right. Just like they're just like, we're, I'm not a representative of the South. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And most people who come to the shows, they're coming for comedy and, they, and, they, and, and, and they're going to have an open mind. But again, it's not like we're going there to sort of bag on any of the, the people. No, 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 no. Um, where crazy. was, where was your favorite audience? I think I know the answer to this. I know at least one answer to this. Favorite audience. Mm -hmm. what's, your, one of the, what's the one of the best rooms that we've played at one of the breweries that we've done? Yeah, well, I mean, I think you probably your Manchester. Manchester, yeah, For Manchester, me, New Hampshire, yeah. It just felt like the best, um, the it's best an, energy. It was amazing setup. Yeah, it was. Everything it was, it was a sold out room. Um, I'm gonna say there's probably 200 people, two something, right? Yeah, but yeah. like jam-packed, low ceilings. It was like, it was... It was a comedy club. Exactly. It was inadvertently built like a comedy club. Yeah. In that comedy clubs, you want them to have low ceilings. You want them to have, um, you know, uh, a tightly packed room and good audio, light blaring your eyes. I mean, it was, it was, but it was so good. It was also, they were so in it 
and they were their energy was so good mm -hmm. and they were playful mm -hmm. but not disruptive that's right and that's like, right it just everything about that show just felt and I, when when the room is good the comic can relax and when the comic can relax they can play around more and, that's right and it's just it just makes the whole energy i mean even when i do shows like here they're not like they haven't been uh like huge, huge turnouts, but the energy, I mean, Shane, Shane can attest to this, the energy of a room can make a huge difference. I oh, mean, yeah. I think every comic, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying, you were, you were on the last show, and like, every comic had a good set because the crowd was in it, and then it just lets you be playful. Right. Um, there's always that discomfort, you know, when you see a comic get really uptight because they're, you know, maybe bombing a little bit, and then they get, sometimes they get a little angry, and I've, I'm guilty of that, but. Well, okay, so let's talk about um, um, not not Huntsville, Birmingham. Oh, right. Let's talk about Birmingham, Alabama. Was that on the first leg of, of our tours? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, not the first leg. It was I mean, like the, the first, first year. It was within the you first. Go for it. Within the first three. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and I was you know I was still still pretty pretty green, but it was specifically the first show that somebody I, I knew was in the audience, a mm -hmm. uh, relative of mine. And it's not that he specifically threw me off. It's that I threw me off the and then I yourself. knew he saw me throw me off. Yeah. And I was like, well, he's going to tell everybody. <laughs> he's like a, he was he's a representative, like a, a high ranking official in the military. The yeah. government's going to find out about this. You know, like it, it was in my head that like, well, fam families, Disseminate information more quickly than the government. So <laughs> yeah, so that was that was just the big sort of like um, distraction on that one. But um, you know, my biggest lesson, honestly, is and I, I've never had a show like it since. Um, and I, I have talked about it before. You talking about Bend? I'm talking about Bend. Okay. And I'm going to recognize my error in that is okay. that I um, I let the audience get to me in, almost immediately. So to set the the gives it some context. Sure. This was in uh, Bend, Oregon, mm -hmm. which really doesn't matter. It was not a reflection of Bend at all. No, but, no, no. But it was it was Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Of last year. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and uh, it was a, a full bar, which means that in addition to having uh, beer and wine, which mo I mean breweries have, yeah, they also had they also had hard alcohol. Oh, tequila was a flowing. So te tequila was moving quite quickly. Yeah. And and when and when the show started, there was a lot of people in the audience who were obliterated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In your defense, before you even say what you're gonna say, there was a woman in the front row who was so drunk she kicked herself out. She ended up wandering away, and right. she, she left her her <laughs> father, her old father, father or grandfather. I mean, I don't. The guy was and yeah, not yeah, ninety. He, he couldn't move. He didn't really know where he was. Right. And she and she just left him there. So, so, so whatever you say to, to however bad you feel like you did, just know that it was not the best Sure, setup. I'm not saying what I did was as bad as leaving my elderly father behind, but I think <laughs> what I did do is I let, I, um, A, I was too precious about my own material, I was, or my own show, okay. my set. Um, that is mistake number one. I'm going to give uh, my lessons learned for a new comedian you know, whatever, however long, a year, I guess I was like a year in. Okay. Right? So any uh, new yeah. year in At this point, comments. yeah, sure. Right. Two, two, two years. So don't be precious about your set. You're going to do another one eventually. Who are you talking to? I'm talking to new oh. comics 
who are thanks. For, hey, thanks, thanks for tuning in to Crafts yeah. and Crafts. Hope we help you out with your um, with your future, with your career. This is so exciting. You're gonna love this. Go ahead. Nick. I think there's value in this. No, there is. There is. Yeah, there is because look, I uh, I don't have the wisdom and experience of of a Fitzsimmons. Uh, but I have the wisdom and experience of a comic who's two years in, okay. so that's what I'm speaking okay. to. So don't be precious about your set because you're going to do another one, mm -hmm. and whatever, it's, it's, it's all silly as we're talking about our This isn't, you know, we're not saving the planet. Mm -hmm. um, and the other thing is, is, like, there's almost nothing more uncomfortable than watching a comedian get angry, like angry at the audience sincerely. Yeah. Yeah, you were frustrated with them. Oh, and they were bad. They were, as, but as, as, we've, as we've established, they were bad. But I let them win. I let them win. There That's the problem. There so if, if I'm also really petty, and I want I, I want control. And uh, I let this woman right out the gate. She was talking to her, the person that she was sitting next to. Uh -huh. She was asking her, like, I think she was even saying, like, what kind of beer do you want? But she was doing it at full volume. Yeah. And I literally, like, leaned in. She's three rows in. I leaned all the way to the front row, and I just went, hey. Shut the f up. Like, I'm like two minutes into my set. Nobody <laughs> trusts me yet. Right. So, automatically, I'm the guy who comes on stage and starts swearing out this yeah, probably yeah. sweet old woman uh -huh. who doesn't. And so, like, I lost him immediately. Yeah, you, and then you, they you're just. Gonna, you're going to lose him. The, yeah. the, the catch is with comedy, and you know this, and we've heard this before, is that you, you are the authority in the room. So, if someone comes at you with, like, call it like, you know, a 50, just to give it, like, some, some weight you can't come back to them with anything higher than a 40. Because if you come back to them and you, if you, if they give you a 50 and you hit them with a hundred, if you, yeah. if they say something stupid and you make them feel like stupid and you really hit them hard, the whole, you'll lose the whole audience. You have to know that the audience is on your side before you go yeah. like ham. Yeah. And I absolutely did not have the audience audience on my side. I assumed right, right, right. they were going to be on my side because in my mind, I'm like, They were well, disrupting your show. If, mm -hmm. if she's disrupting me, she's disrupting them. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to rally everybody together. And all the while, they're like, what the hell? Like, they can't hear her. Yeah, <laughs> that is that is another thing to learn, too. Yeah. yeah. So that's, yeah, lesson two. Nobody else can really hear who you can hear. Yeah. So you have to keep that in mind. Are you guys taking notes? Take notes. This is a master class. Yeah. I like how Shane and Kyle haven't laughed once. This is a fantastic. <laughs> no, Kyle did laugh, but I think he was uh, looking at something on his phone. Oh, good. Um, okay. Watching a TikTok. Um, the I'll tell you my worst. Well, you you do you know the show that frustrated me the most? Um, it's more recent than I'd like it to be. Not Nashville, Tennessee. No, no, that was yeah. That frustrated you? That's a very specific. Yeah, do you question. remember? Yes, I quit. <laughs> I quit. I quit driving away. You remember? I was like, I'm Syracuse? done. No, not, not, or, uh, no, Long Syracuse Island? is great. Long Island. Long Island? Long yeah, Island. yeah. I remember, yeah, we were leaving, and as we were, I was pulling out of the parking lot, you're like, I, I, I gotta stop doing comedy. <laughs> and I was like, it's probably for the best. <laughs> <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't support me. Yeah. No, dude, no, you don't. You got it. He's like, I'll, I'll finish the tour. You don't have yeah, to be here. Yeah, like, just. <laughs> um, I still get the per diem, though. Yeah, right? like, you still get my, your per diem, yeah, but not your pay, yes. Um, what had happened was, um, I, Syracuse had been right before it, and in Syracuse, I had never performed there. Mm -hmm. So I gave them my A material. I gave them, I gave them my, my show that I had just recorded um, for my special, and it was dialed, it was tight. It wasn't gonna get any tighter than it was, and they were a great audience, and I was playful, and it was fun, and that was it. But I, when I got down to, to Long Island, 
I'd already performed that show there at uh -huh. the same brewery. So I oh, then God. had to turn around and do a completely new show. And so I had some new stuff that I was trying out. Some stuff made it, some stuff didn't make it, but it was just, it was kind of a tough room mm -hmm. and I just didn't feel great about it. That was the second time we played, right. The, it was the same second time we played the same, the same brewery, and, but, Blue Point but Brewing. But the first one. And by the way, we're not doing it again. Because of that reason? You possibly. can't show your face around there possibly. anymore? Possibly, yeah. possibly. The first time we did that room though, I'm, am I remembering it was not, it wasn't bad, right? The first time we did it, it was dialed in. Yeah. But, I, but again, I was doing something that I had done yeah. a bunch. Yeah. And, and it was like, yeah, I just, I knew the material, I was confident. Yeah. I think that's what was not there, is the confidence. And I think I just, I tried to do too much new stuff. I probably should have done like 60% of my tried and true and just peppered in new things. Yeah. Because then if, if something didn't work, I knew what was following it was gonna be good. But I tried to do too much like, you know, new stuff. That's kind of though like, it's kind of like a beast of your own design because sure. I, there's, you know, comics um, will do their same material years and years and years yeah. and years and years. Yeah. And so like the fact that you, uh, and this is admirable, but the fact that you push yourself to like do a new special every year and you're doing the same cities like within a year, like I get that you have to constantly be coming up with like fresh stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because yeah, you want to give them a new show, but it is a, I think it's, it's something that you're, I don't know if it's unnecessary, but it's definitely a challenge that like most- It's a challenge, I'm yeah. putting it on myself and-, and Right, self-imposed. Yeah, yeah. Kind of it's, it's definitely self-imposed. And I, I feel like I want every audience and every show to um, watch it and go like, oh, that was amazing and new and fresh and I loved it and I loved its perspective and all this kind of stuff. And so yeah, I do, I do definitely put that on myself. Um, and I'll, I'll continue to and, and, but you know, through that, I think I think it wore off after a half an hour. I think I came out of retirement about a half an hour later. Oh sure, usually you do. So I learned this um, uh, from an improv instructor that I had. It was the first improv. Billy instructor. Merritt. Billy Merritt. Okay. You know Billy? Yeah. Oh good. I didn't know that. Uh, he. That's how many conversations we've had. Is that you don't remember we talked about Billy Merritt? Oh no. Yeah. Oh, did I tell you <laughs> yeah. this before about the? I, I don't know. Well, it's it's relevant to what you're saying because he told us like really early on. He said. Um, so his philosophy is basically like, if you have a bad show, improv, uh, if you have a bad show, uh, you have the car ride home to hate yourself for it. Uh -huh. You have the car ride home. The second you get out of your car and close the door, you, you're done. Yeah. You're done self-loathing because that show will never happen again and you have to move on, yeah. right? Right, right, right. If you have an amazing show, you have the car ride home to celebrate. Uh -huh. Second you get out and close your door, yeah. you gotta get over it because you're never gonna have that show again uh -huh. and you can't live on that level of like, I'm yeah. the best. I thought it was such like, no, that's, that, that's great perfect. Advice. And I, and I think you must've said it when I was doing my self loathing is you're like, you have to, you get to the hotel. And then when I got <laughs> to the hotel, I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm done. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, I feel like I, you know, yeah. tortured myself enough, but then I got back to writing and fixing and watching tape and just like, you know, making sure that I didn't do it because I think the next night I probably, I don't remember specifically, but I probably did what I'm talking about. It was probably in Carlstadt, New Jersey at, at Bolero Snort. Mm -hmm. And I probably went back to some of my tried and true She <laughs> That scared the shit out of me. I didn't know Shane was behind me. Oh, that's cool. Sorry. Shane on, Shane on hair and makeup. Sorry, so when you were- I won't anymore. Talking to right? your dad who was passing away, what? He ruined yeah. the moment. <laughs> yes. Uh, on his deathbed? Yeah. All right, so- oh, Thanks, um, buddy. I appreciate that. 
What are we at for time-wise right now? You're about a 42. 42? Okay. I have a question for you. Okay. I know, you, so you do the, a lot of the tour, which is great, and I think it's it's very um, impressive that, wow, like, you put going? it together. Well, you're not going to like it. Okay, that's fine. Well, I've been I, I've been trying to put on shows when, I, when we're home, and it, it's very challenging. Yeah. And, and so I know the amount of work that goes into it, but, like, is there any um, plan, like, do you ever, like, plan on, like, really trying to also plug in at home and, like, maybe give yourself that break from, like, always you know, having to do your own thing, but like really just to get. So the answer is, the answer is yes. And I think about this on a daily basis. And the, 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 the catch is, is that I have so much going on right now that at, at night I'm just playing catch up for the day, especially when I'm doing crafts and crafts, mm -hmm. because now I'm trying to bank a bunch so that I can have one come out every week while I'm on the road. And so like, I'm, I'm, I have a huge list of things I need to do. And, and I'm missing going like, I wish I was out at a club right now. Mm -hmm. but, I, but I feel like, well, you know, you have your new, your new apparel designs, you have, uh, you have to do this new video for Instagram, you have to, you have to, you have to write for your, your set, you have to do this, whatever. And so, yeah, I'm, I wanna figure out a way to streamline so I can focus more on performing at home. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just, it's also, it's just fun. And you, yeah. get to, you get to just, you get to just show up and, and be playful. And well, for not... me, it's also the community too. I, I, there's a yeah. whole there's a whole community that I'm, I'm loosely tied into, but but don't have a lot of contact with. And you know, through my podcast and other other reasons, I know a lot of these people. Um, you know, like like Greg, but 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 I've never performed with him, and he's never seen me out at a club performing. Um, right. So, yeah. So 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 the answer is like. So yes, of course, you, you know me well enough to know that that's definitely something I've, I've been thinking about. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, to get that out on the road, I feel like I get to like hone what I'm doing and then, and by the way, like this Thirsty Tour, which we're, we're probably on it right now, right? Are we on it as this is airing? Oh yeah. We're having a great time. Um, I'm trying <laughs> out a lot of new stuff um, and I'm, I'm trying to hit it a little bit more like an entertainer than a comedian to kind of like, um, give people a little bit of a different experience, mm -hmm. um, but it's I'm, I'm. It's all virtual reality now. It's all VR. You're gonna sit down, put on your goggles. Yeah. No, you just watch it on your phone. No, it's it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's it's gonna be yeah yeah. Just keep your head down the whole time. So it's gonna be it's gonna be great. I mean I'm I'm excited for it. Um, okay, so we are at that time right now. What cities did you fall in love with? You don't have to rank them, but just give me. No 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 yeah. I, um, that I wasn't pre like. That I wasn't like New York. I've always yeah. That besides, one doesn't yeah. count. Okay, New Orleans, Savannah, yeah, Charleston. Yep. Um, I, I'm I'm side by side. I'm with you. Yeah. Especially when we went there, you know, just sort of towards the end of the summer, early fall, the weather was perfect. Which one? Which? Uh, Honestly, any of those places yeah. you're mentioning, um, because we kind of hit them all the same. I just just the people and the experiences and the beauty and. The South, the moss hanging off the trees, yeah. the, the accents, the the architecture, the, the the wandering around the streets you could do. Oh, it's great. Being being near water. I mean, yeah, it was it was. I'll tell you the one that like, I think it was situational love was, and this is the weirdest answer. Pensacola. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Only because I'd never been. I had never been. And I was warned. People were like, oh, Pensacola, like you don't want to go. You right. know, and I was like, okay, man. But we had like. 
we stayed there for like five days. Yeah. Because we went there after our Mobile, Alabama show. Uh-huh. And then, so we stayed there that night. Then we had an off night. Then we had Pensacola. Then we had an off. Whatever it is, we had a few off nights and a few on that we end up staying there yeah. in a hotel. And it wasn't Pensacola, like, specifically that I fell in love with. It was what how we did it. Yeah. Because we were there when, like, all the tourists were gone. Mm-hmm. And we stayed in a hotel. Well, that, maybe, like, November? Yeah, it was something? November. Yeah. We stayed in a hotel that was literally on the beach. So nice. And we each had our own private balcony. We each had our own floor, pretty much. Floor with yeah. private balcony. Uh-huh. That, and we were there for five days. I opened, when I when I went into the room the first night, mm-hmm. um, I opened the two like like French doors mm-hmm. that led to the balcony. And, we're, and by the way, we're probably on like the tenth floor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we were high up. Uh-huh. And I opened those doors, and I just the ocean. You could hear the ocean just mm-hmm. like crashing in. Mm-hmm. And I literally not one single time closed those doors yeah. the entire time. I yeah. slept with them open. I left with them open. Mm-hmm. When we checked out, I was like, "Hey, this is a gift for the maids," yeah. even though they're probably bored. But <laughs> yeah, but I was just like, "This Thank is." You. It was such an amazing like, and we were wrapping up the tour, and it felt like. Oh yeah, that was the other thing too. Is the first round in Florida was such a show. Yeah. So it felt like a bookend. Like we started with Florida and this being this complete show. To give it context of why it was a. Well, it was us. It was we weren't. It was our first leg. It was the yeah. first time we were assembling our team, and, and we kind of had to mix up. Yeah, but it was bit. also just like we hadn't figured out our groove. People understand what I'm talking about. Yeah, okay. exactly. We, uh, we we didn't figure out our groove. That some of the shows, like we were also, admittedly early on, we were thrown a little bit by yeah. by things. And like I think, drunks. yeah, yeah. And whereas, whereas now we kind of love them. We know how to deal yeah. with it now. Yeah. But but yeah. So so to start that way in Florida and then to like feel like we were kind of ending that run, I was just like, this is a great little poetic bookend. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's it. What okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. You can continue. No, No, that's a good answer. Um, You can. um, So I'm going to show you my mushroom. Okay. That I did from memory. You wouldn't let me have any reference material. Yeah. And it's amazing. It's pretty good. (laughs) And I've seen countless, and um, and that's that. I don't. I I, think it's. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's one mushroom with two mushrooms behind it. It does. It looks like something that happened in. Uh, Nas- uh, I'm trying to give it depth. The, la- the Last of Us. I'm trying to give it depth. You are. Yeah. This is a mushroom that's behind that mushroom, uh-huh. and behind that mushroom is mm-hmm. behind that mushroom. Mm-hmm. You give yourself a challenge. Exactly. But no, yours looks great. Maybe yours, something. Yours looks like a, something Alice you give, in Wonderland. Shop. Um, okay. So, as, as you might know, the mm-hmm. the questions that I ask in the six pack challenge. It's time for the six pack challenge. Are um, supposed to be layups for my guests. Okay. And then something that people at home couldn't get these. Can you guys see if you can guess these and see if you guys, how many you get? Okay, we got Kyle there and, and Shane. Uh, all right, here we go. Six pack challenge. What is the main alkaloid in mushrooms? Let, let them think of the answer first. Which uh, exhibit hallucinogenic properties? Do you have in your brain too? You have an answer. I know. What, what is it? Psilocybin. Psilocybin. Okay, green across the board. Uh, who played Simon Peter Gruber in Die Hard with a Vengeance? Think your answer. Think your answer. Go. Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons. Did you have it? Negative. Okay. Uh, correct for Nick. Uh, Volkswagen launched this four-door sedan in 1979 by adding a trunk to the Golf. Go ahead. Jetta? That is a Jetta. Okay. Um, then they have it. That's great. Uh, a favorite of host Johnny Carson. This comedian appeared on The Tonight Show more than 130 times. Oh, wow. 
Don Rickles? No. Oh, fuck. It's written for you. It's written, I know, yeah. Where's your phone? My phone? Yeah. Why? Let me see your phone. Hold on, I gotta answer this grinder message. It's my cat. Oh, what, it wasn't. Oh, right. For the longest oh, time. Oh, was it Lenny Bruce? No, 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 no. I had a lot of comedians on my phone. You, have, for years, you've had George Carlin on your phone. I did have George Carlin on my okay, phone, Okay, so, right. you got that one wrong. Okay. Uh, born Mark Weinberger, this actor who changed his name, is best known for his role as Nick Miller in the Fox sitcom New Girl. That's his original name? Yeah. Oh my God, Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson. Everybody thinks you had it? I look okay. like Jake Johnson. He gets Jake Johnson. And then you also get the guy from Elf. Oh, uh, David Crumholtz. David Crumholtz. Yeah, yeah, I got to FaceTime with him uh, in New Jersey, and I want him to come to our show. He almost did. I, David, please, we have to make this happen. It's oh, like he, Time Cop. Dave, you David, can't... Does, David doesn't watch this. <laughs> David doesn't watch this show. I'll tag David Crumholtz. Okay, please. got it. We'll, oh, we'll give you that clip. You tag him, and then you send it to him. David. Everybody who watches this, tag David Crumholtz. David, please. Let's make it happen. Uh, okay. <laughs> I will hold for playing as we That's end good. this one. You're signing yours? I am. Okay. I guess I will too. You get $50, as you know, for every question you get correct in, as a gift certificate to pleep.store. Okay. That's the Pleepleus store. You can either go to pleepleus.com or pleep.store. You get $50 for questions. So you, so far, have made 50, 50, yeah. 50, zero. I, should, I guess I should give you negative points. I'm just being fair to you. That's fine. Oh, for the, yeah, the George For not getting Carlin. That was a tough You one. got 50. So right now you're at uh, 200 bucks. It's pretty oh, good. wow. Yeah, you can buy yourself some stuff. Yeah. By the way, if you want anything from my store, you just let me know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty clear. If you want anything, it's good, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this ska band is made up of lead singer, her name is Amy, and three brothers of the Bavona family. Oh, yeah, the Interrupters. The Interrupters, hey. that's great. Did you guys get that? They're great. I'm gonna give you some context uh, for these. Uh, Nick is big into uh, psychedelic mushrooms. Mm. Uh, I thought you were going to say ska. Ska. And, 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 and we've, uh, we've had, like, someone was trying to lecture me on psychedelic mushrooms the other day. I'm like, I travel with Nick Jerry. Like, I have had hours of education. I get it. Yeah. Uh, unsolicited. When he was of a certain age, I don't know the age, <laughs> unsolicited. Uh, when he was of a certain age, he spent the summer at his dad's and he had like three. VHS tapes that he would just watch every single day, and one of them was Die Hard with a Vengeance. Oh my God, yeah. 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 Uh, you had a Volkswagen. You've had several Volkswagen Jettas. Yeah. You used to modify them when you were uh, younger. Yeah, it was cool. And your favorite was what year? Uh, well, I, I, had a, I had a couple 96 Jetta VR6s. That you jacked in. And then I put one of them, I, I took a 91 body and I put all the guts from the 96 VR in it. And yeah. It was like this super fun, little lightweight, powerful car. That was, yeah. that was pretty great. Um, and then George Clun you had on your phone, and you're yeah. you're big you're a big fan of comedy. I'm disappointed. But think people a lot of it was too much started. to pull from. That's the thing. Yeah, you know? too many names. Rickles uh, was on it a lot. He was a favorite. And they, uh, Jake, people say you look like Jake Johnson. Yeah. Uh, and then the Interrupters, uh, 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 Justin and Jesse Bavona have been to a bunch of our shows. Yeah. Um, and when we were in uh, Washington, D.C., they said, you want to come to our concert because we had a night off. And we're like, sure. We were staying in Alexandria. Mm -hmm. and, and I was like working on some stuff. I think I had like a, a, um, 
I was, I don't know, getting some work done, whatever, and I was like, I don't know if I can go, whatever, and you're like, I'm going. And you got there, you're like, dude, you need to get here. And so I just literally threw on my clothes and then went, grabbed Trent, said, Trent, meet me downstairs, we're going, and then we got on the train, and we got there, and we got to catch their set. Um, they put us up in the VIP. They put us like right up in the balcony. Uh-huh. It was beautiful seats. We were there with. Do you remember like the name of the other... venue? Oh no, I don't. It know. was sick. Yeah. And there were thousands of people there, and we had an amazing booth. Yeah. And they're they are they were followed by the flogging mollies, and I don't know that there's anyone there that thought that the flogging mollies did better than them. Sure. The, the interrupters, flogging mollies are amazing. Yeah. But the interrupters put on and. A show so with much so fun. much energy, yeah. and, and the music is great. So anyway, well, um, I, were you getting to the end of that story? Because there is a very dramatic. There's a. This is a great ending. Yes. Yeah. For, for, yes. Exactly. Yeah. Well, afterwards, mm. and I'll let you take over in a second. Afterwards, we we uh, had a few beers with the Babonas. They came up and got us, and we went to the bar, and then uh, we 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 left. And I looked at my my watch, and I think I looked at the the times. I was like, oh, the last train back to Alexandria leaves in like five minutes. At midnight. At midnight. It was at midnight. And it was like, no joke, it was 11.55. Yeah. And, I, and I, I think I got this information so quickly, Trent was next to me, you might have been behind us, and then I kind of was like, like, have four cold trouble. And then uh-huh. Trent heard me and we sprinted, and you're like, yeah. all right, well, I'm just gonna go to the train station. And then it was in a weird place, and we had to we had to find it, and we get down, and you're not behind us, but we were running, and we saw the train pulling up, and they sat there, and I I think I had Trent hold the door, I ran up looking for you up a, the world's largest escalator, yeah, and then we couldn't find you, I called you, and you didn't answer, mm-hmm. and then you know why? Yes, and then we got on the the train, and we went back, and we were home in five minutes. Could yeah. Oh, let me tell you why. Yes, we I couldn't. Could. Yes, Shane, that's a yeah. great, that is a great question. Why didn't you get an Uber? Why didn't I answer your phone call? First of all, I had bought a, a pass because I was there for five or six days. I was coming into the museums and then whatever. And so I had a pass. This is It's free. And the place we're staying in Alexandria, like, let off right at our hotel. Like, you get on the train, we better hotel in like seven minutes. Yeah. And an Uber, it would have been like 15, waiting for an Uber. It was midnight, it was raining. Um, pouring. Pouring rain. Pouring. It wasn't raining. It was pouring yes. rain. Yes. So we were scrambling around outside looking for this train station. Okay. And we're all kind of looking in different directions. And at one point, you just started running or you were like, let's go. And you and I Trent, think maybe I saw it on my, on my phone. I go, it's right sure. around the corner. Yeah. Whatever, whatever motivation caused you to do it, you two started running mm-hmm. and I didn't hear you. Mm-hmm. And I turn around and you're nowhere to be found. Not, and even, I'm, not even a direction. I don't have any idea where you guys are. And I'm looking around, looking around, and I can't find you guys. And you guys made it. And I think we ended up, uh, there was one phone call where okay. like you were like, I, I went up here and take a right. And I'm like, I, dude, I don't know where that is. And uh, the train had left, and my phone died. Completely died. So I'm in Washington, D.C. by the monument. We're staying in Alexandria. Mm. And I started walking. At, at midnight. At midnight, there's no train, there's nothing, I have no, and I just started walking in this direction trying to get like a bus, I got on a bus, the driver took me as far as he could, and he's like, ah, there's, this isn't took, any closer. Took him to the, somewhere else yeah. in Virginia, by the he, way. He was just like, he's like, here's the end of the street that you were on, like, there's, I'm not going that direction, but he kind of gave me an idea of like where to go, and I walked for hours. I stopped, I, I went up to a police officer in his car, he was like, I can't help you, and I was like, cool. Uh, I'm drenched, drenched. Yeah. I ended up walking almost to West Virginia. Mm-hmm. 
Like I walked in the, uh, in the wrong way and I finally, long story short, got to a, a hotel where a security guard had a phone charger. I'm soaking wet to the bone and I'm charging my phone. I got just enough to call an Uber. I soaked his back seat. <laughs> it just like, I sat down, it was like And uh, it still, that Uber ride took like 18 minutes <laughs> for the Uber ride. And we were on freeways. I don't know how long it would have taken me. I it took hours. I think you got home around four. Uh, yeah, it was something like that. And yeah. Trent was out on the balcony just sipping a beer like a <laughs> with a girl like cool yeah yeah cool That's thanks so funny. thanks buddy oh my god uh yeah that was interesting that was so cool. so you know what it's things like that that made me go and by the way i'm gonna give a lot of credit to shane because shane's like why are you not documenting this like you need to make this like zane's world thing and so i was like yeah but it has to be only interesting things he's like no dude every week just shoot what's going on i promise you it's interesting and and the episodes i've been so happy with them and when we get out there on the road just you think about all the crazy Should we all we have to? little uh, G7Xs? Yeah. It would have been destroyed by the I, way. You know what's crazy? I was using oh. a G7X. Uh, it was dead, Shane. Yeah. My phone was dead. How many times do I have to tell yeah, you? Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> all right. Hey. Thanks, brother. I've never shook hands before. I don't think. <laughs> that was hug. the. Yeah. Uh, thanks. That was great. Thank you very much. Thank you.